progressive people. We're back. We are back like we never left. Yeah. We are back like we never left. Another episode. I think we're on 10. We are. We are really moving and sifting through this this season. Yeah. Fall's here. Still hot, but fall's here. I don't. I like the fall. Mm. I don't like the winter, though. Mm Mm-mm. And I don't like these, these, oh Lord, it's going to, by the time I get off work, it's going to be dark outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh Lord. But you know, hey, another evolution of another season. Yeah. Another solstice. Don't know when we're ending, but you'll know when we know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's a, we, the way that we've showed up this season. Ooh. Like, I feel like it's just been a, a season, well, out, outside of my life as well, just of pivoting and adjusting. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of adjusting and pivoting in this season. And oh. and we literally have recorded in times where we probably should have not recorded. Oh, yes. We should have stayed home. Oh, yes. But by the <laughs> grace, we, we, one thing, one thing a motherfucker can't say about it, like, we have discipline. We, yeah. we, we make it happen. Yeah. And I think we make it look really good. Because like you said, it's some... <laughs> Ooh, you, I, yeah, I, I would have been missing a couple weeks if we had not recorded the times where we, where we shouldn't have been recording. It, it, it cut short to season. We stopped it at five episodes. You see, like... I mean, yeah, we would have been done a long time ago. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, have you been since we reconvened the last time? I don't even know if that's the right word to use. I think I just... Yeah, that one... How have you been since the last time I seen you? Yeah, uh, I'm good. Been working. You know, I told you I picked up. I picked up the hospital five days last week. Five days. Girl. Oh my good. You sure did? Cause I was like, I was um sitting around <laughs> on Saturday, and I was like, oh, I know who I can hit up. We'll be ready to go in a quick freaking New York minute. Gary said she was headed to work. I was like, I don't like this Asia. Is this the one week out the month? I think I think I'm gonna do it like the same thing one week every month. Work five days, not in a row. I don't work them in a row, but work five days in a week, one day every month. Okay. Seems like a lot. It makes. Got to do it. Got to do. Yeah. Cause I'm about to, you know. Time is money, and if if five days gets me, you know. What you need. What I need. Why not do it? Cause I'm about to, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and sell. do what you got to do because at this point i might do the same thing thank you for your blessing (laughs) (laughs) because i'm not i'm not i'm not playing for real yeah i mean hey it's you know and it's not for me the economy like i know it's affecting a lot of people but Mm -hmm. for me i'm just mentally drained Mm -hmm. and i think everything that i have going on is now starting to hit me so i feel like i have to make smarter decisions about what makes me the money the quickest Mm -hmm. and so i think i i always pivot like this i always do that when it comes to my jobs like okay well this week this ain't making me enough money get rid of that so i can go do the money right right so i think that's kind of where i am but you know next month it might be something different you never know that's true such is life yeah such is life i'm trying i'm at a point where i'm trying not to let the things things have been on the up and up and also it's like I'm getting triggered on things that I or just dealing with things that I thought I had overcome whatever I'm just trying like at this point to really not 
pivot and try to deflect from things but I'm trying not to make like this evolution of me just taking it to the next level like I don't want it to become a chore yeah I'd be so hard on myself and yeah. I'd be like dang girl, you doing you're doing really good but I'm like to me good is not good this is like yeah. where it's always and I'm We're like not mediocre right and yeah. I'm not celebrating I'm not giving myself a chance to even celebrate the small victories yeah and then, so it's like, I'm just trying not to, you know, let the, the evolution of Toya, the, the, the Toya 2.0, the next level Toya, don't let it become a chore. Mm-hmm. Like, put it down sometimes, mm-hmm. or rest, or, you know what I'm saying? Just, I don't know. But I'm still working on it, so. Yes, we all are. It's draining. I'm, I think I'm ready for a vacation. Oh, my God. I just need some, especially, I really get like this in the fall and winter because I, I actually don't like the fall because it's before winter <laughs> like gotcha. fall is just you know yeah. guilty by association gotcha I, but I also don't like pumpkin spice I don't want to smell right. apple cinnamon this and pumpkin spice that right. and I don't want none of that you don't like pumpkins no give me my summer back um do you like any of the fall um activities like um pumpkin patch Halloween parties um, <laughs> I want to go to a Halloween party. Uh, okay. Would you like to like get dressed up and go to a Halloween That's, party? I've I've I could probably count twice how many times I've dressed up to go to a Halloween party, and it probably all was during college. So that's not your thing. It's not my thing. Mm. I don't know why I feel like because I turned into a uh, what is it a Kermit a hermit or yeah. what? Are, during, yeah. yeah, I'm a bear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll see I'm you spring. Yeah. Literally. I like, so I do like scary stuff. So I don't necessarily celebrate Halloween, but I love like scary movies. Yeah. You know, like everything around Halloween. But other than that, if it was in, if it was in the summertime, it would be 10 times better. (laughs) I know, right? Like, so fuck, I gotta put a jacket over my costume. Yeah, it's like it's cold outside and I gotta put a coat on. This don't go with my outfit. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I used to go to, um, the corn maze is that where they run through the thing with the chainsaw okay i went there once very underwhelmed i was like is this it get this shit out my fucking face so we were because we lost my baby sister in there yeah we was like bitch move we gotta we gotta find my sister <laughs> but then at the end <laughs> this is when texas chainsaw first came out they they turned them chainsaws on and all we knew was to run we didn't know where the exit was we just ran and we ended up on the outside of the corn maze so yeah to go to a haunted house is it real haunted or is it like no no like you know niggas jumping out jumping out at you yeah yeah i'm still scared but i I would go me too like i'm scared too but i'm like i know i won't die yeah and i know somebody's gonna hop at me i don't know when so i can do that yeah but if it's like oh um here lies in this room this is where she died and i I don't do i don't do spirits and ghosts and things i had this conversation with my crew member actually today because there's a couple of hotels that we have that we stay in that are actually haunted. Like, ain't no joke about it. Like, you can go on Google right now, look up the hotel. The first thing that comes up is like number Why 10. Why do y'all in the stay most, there? That's my question. That's what I ask. I'm like, if y'all want to, you know, be ghost hunters in your free time, you should do that in your free time. Don't subject the rest of us to have to stay there. I be in them, man, all the oil, holy. <laughs> no, girl, it's in my bag. I, it's on the doorknobs, on the door frame. I think like, you told me. I that. Like, like, and, you, and you saw something weird or felt something weird before? Like, you felt. See, that's why I don't. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. And one that was not considered like the known haunted hotel. Yeah, we we was there. It's an old train station. And when I walked in, I, it was Christmas time, and it had this really big, pretty tree in the lobby. And I was like, oh my God, it's so pretty. It reminds me of like Home Alone or like Christmas time. And because I don't really care for Christmas time, but it's by association. It's really not because anything to me. Wait, why don't it's you just, care about Christmas? Because somebody used to love Christmas, and now I don't like that person, so now I don't like Christmas. <laughs> so that's why I said it, it's by default. But uh. um, it was really pretty because they had the really big tree in the lobby. And when they sent us to our rooms, you ever seen Titanic? You know when they hit the button on the elevator, that ding that it makes. Yeah. That's that's how the elevator sound where we oh, were. Okay, very and I was like, ooh, okay, this this is giving me vibes. Go to the room, brass door handles, mm. doors don't stay like you close the door, it don't stay closed. I it don't swings play that. back open. Um, mm. So in this room, particular room, I slept with the nightstand, the lamp on. Mm-hmm. When I woke up the next morning, it wasn't on. So there's that. Baby, baby. And I always go in the room and say, hey, I'm just here for one night. I'm not here to bother you. If this is your space, you know, I'm just, just here for a short time. Who are you saying that to? Whoever lives in that room. <laughs> but yeah, we have very known. There was one, there's one that used to be a mental hospital. Yeah. Bless you. Yeah. I'm not, okay. I mean, you can look it up. It's like. You know, a whole team pulled their their players out of there because the spirit was actually bothering the players. Yeah. Girl, bye. I'm not dealing with no shit. I can't deal with stuff like that. Yeah, they um, had so so we have where we like on call six days out of the month, and three of my days they had sent me. That was my layover, and I yeah. looked on the schedule, and it was like four in the morning. And I, you asked for it, I was freaking out. I was literally about to go spend money on my own hotel room yeah. because I wasn't going there. He looked it up. He was like, oh, no, bitch. Like, this, like, these pictures from the lobby, yeah, this ain't, this this probably some real shit. First thing you go on Google and say is number 10 in the most haunted hotels in America. What city or state was this in? Oklahoma. Oh, hell, and, I, and we don't even be out there like this. <laughs> what the fuck? No, you're not going to, mm-mm. Oh, child. Yeah, I know my limits. I don't, Oh. I don't frequent those places. Everybody... There's a couple that everybody, when you mention haunted hotels, is they name them right off the bat. Like everybody knows them. It's 28,000 oh, 28, flight attendants, and it's everybody knows the haunted hotels. Mm-mm, and some no. people are like, oh, I've never been bothered. So, okay. Cool. I did, see, because that spirit probably already in you. You probably one of the demons. I don't go nowhere I'm not wanted. Exactly. Like, <laughs> tell me to get. <laughs> You know, black folks shit, if we see a water bug in our house, oh, we leaving them over. You can have me. It. Pay the rent, mortgage, whatever, bye. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. I'm you, out. Went, you went to sleep with the light on and you woke up and. It was off. Well, I would have calmly walked my ass cleaning up out there. And Mm-mm. so I asked one of my classmates who's from that city, and he was like, yeah, it, it's known to be haunted. I was like, oh, okay. That's good to know. Oh, Jesus, be a fence. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, I don't have, um, I didn't chime into our strawberry letters this week because I saw something <laughs> on the Insta of Graham mm. that, that alarmed me. And I'm like, ooh, this is a little juicy. So I was like, went on the page some more. I was like, ooh, okay, this page is a little juicy. So I just kind of like wanted to read what they have and maybe we can just, you know, kind of share our thoughts on it okay okay so 
this is my throwaway account because she know my main account. My son is five. About two days ago, we were out shopping and ran into a high school friend of hers. She was catching up when she told her friend that we had a son. When the friend asked his name, my wife hesitated and I told her. She had a strange look on her face, then said, you mean like your ex-boyfriend? Our son's name is very unique to the point that I've never met another person with the same name. Now she refuses to talk to me about it. I feel betrayed and disgusted with her. It's like a switch was flipped. My mind, uh, a flip. It's like a switch was flipped in my mind, and I just can't look at her the same way. So basically, my wife named our son after her first love, and I had no idea. Damn, nigga. Bruh, come, bruh, come. How would you feel about? Your, your, your husband, you guys had your child and he was just adamant on naming your daughter's name. And you come to find out when y'all in the grocery store that he named y'all's daughter after his first love. Let's talk it out because I'm saying, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's thoughts. I mean, yes, it's not, it's not right, but we got bigger fish to fry. Like we got... We got other things that we can worry about in life. Like, really, like, you gonna we gonna put a legal name change? What are you gonna? You're not gonna do anything. So move on. You're not gonna do anything about it. How about it. I fucking resent you? Well, you, why you gonna be miserable? But why why not? Just why not tell? Like that that's like okay. It's not a it's not a deal breaker or oh divorce or anything like that. But that's like why not just tell the person because like, oh this was. Uh, the name of my first love or something like I wouldn't care about that if I'm pregnant or we coming up with like girl names so I think like oh I had an ex-girlfriend whose name this and if it was nice I'd be like okay okay so it's only because he did it behind you like he right. didn't tell you what a name came right from. and then when we seen the bitch in the grocery store who asked what's the son name why you refused to tell him like what what what's what's the gatekeeping what, what what's the secrets what's the well they I feel like most people wouldn't be okay if you came and told me that I want to name my child after a right person. So I can see why he wouldn't say that. But but he didn't know, though. Like, he had to find out through somebody else. But why else. she wouldn't say that. I mean. Right. I can see why she wouldn't say it because most people are not okay with it. But, okay, the deed is done. The child's name is the child's name. Are you going to legally change the name? If you're not, you're not going to do anything about it. Like, why are we, why are we crying over spilled milk? Like, you're not going to do anything about it. You're going to resent can't. somebody forever? No, I ain't going to resent them forever. But I'm like, that's going to be something to talk like. Okay, what, I need what, to feel what, my feelings. My, my thing is, what is the end point? What is the end goal? What is the solution? What are we trying to get to? I'll just go by fuck my first love and then we'll just do it. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, okay, you find out the name is the name of an ex. What is the end goal? What, what, what are we trying to accomplish? What, like, well, we're let, just going to be arguing for the sake of arguing? Well, it's no argument because, like you said, the damage is done. Just let me feel my damn feelings. You can feel your feelings. Right. And I know that, but I'm just saying, like, I, I need to see because I, it's just a conversation. Like, what's going on in your mind? Yeah. And I, then it's I, like... I mean, I, she was my first love. I mean, it's self-explanatory. But then it's like, that, that's something so minor. Yeah. It's something so minor and so insignificant to the big picture of things yeah but it's still like okay like what like are you like you know sometimes it's not the it's not the thing it's the principle it's yeah. the principality yeah, it's of situations so like <laughs> so is it something that you may be not saying are that you're you harboring would... some feelings or do you wish you had stayed where like or this is 
She named the son after her ex. I think it's more ego. Now, right. that, we're, now that we're talking, yeah, uh, she named the son after her first love. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a boy. She named him after her first love. Didn't tell her husband in the grocery store, oh, this is my ex such and such, and you realize your son got the same name. Uh, no, like, hey, okay, boom, you and your husband are in the grocery store. I come up and see you. Oh, Asia, mm-hmm. what's the baby's name? You don't tell me the baby name. Your husband tells me the baby name. I'm like, oh, Asia, you named him after your ex-boyfriend? Oh, so this is a random person. It's yeah. not the ex-boyfriend. No, this is not the ex-boyfriend. This is a friend. Okay, that she... first we're going to get back to the friend. Why you say? Why, why are you, you saying? <laughs> why you let the cat out the bag? Yeah, why, bitch? Because why would I'm you say that? I'm thinking it's the ex they ran into. No, it's, no, it's. No, you ran into a random person. No, uh, you ran. Into, yeah, I mean, your friend, did, yeah, but clearly, ain't related to the name. Correct. And you opened your mouth. Yeah, girl, shut up. Cause you petty. You messy. You are Cause, messy. Cause why you didn't call me like, girl? You named him after you. Yeah. Like why you say that in front of my husband? Exactly. Yeah, you petty. You, I, I would have had to whoop ass. <laughs> in the grocery store. Yeah, bitch, you trying to fuck my life up. You trying well, to fuck I my mean, marriage and up. And so then when you go home, now you gotta have a conversation about why you named your son after your ex. I'm gonna say I don't even. I, see, and it, y'all, I y'all don't know how to lie. I'm like, that's that's not like the name got... of my ex boyfriend. I'm like, girl, what you talking about? No, that's mm-mm. yeah. I wouldn't personally do that, but I just feel like we got bigger fish to fry than worry about the child's name being named after somebody. I just wish he would have said something. I mean, I mean I she would have said something. I could see him asking like, "Well, is this my baby? Like, is this his baby?" Ooh. I could see him saying something like that. Then, then we got problems. Usually you name somebody, okay, they're a junior, or you're trying to pay some type of homage, or you really admire that what person. What if he died? What if the ex died? Fuck that nigga. I mean, when it comes to you naming my child, like, ooh, okay, I'm sorry. That's you, and that's your path, and whatever, but, like, still. If I name, if you name somebody after your child, you have deep admiration for them. I mean, yeah, what if he died and they were still together? But what if he didn't die? What if that nigga is in South Memphis somewhere and they're like, oh, I got the same name. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it definitely would bring up the question, is this, is this his baby? or? Is so, circling it back to you, so you just wouldn't have a problem with it at all. I'm not going to say I wouldn't have a problem. So, I can't... If I'm trying to put myself in the shoes, but it's the woman that did it. So, I'm trying to, like, put myself in that position. Is it like one of those things where you really like somebody and then you find out, like, they got a small tattoo of an ex name? The thing, yeah, but you usually find that out pretty early. Would you, you know? make it? Would you? Would you prefer that he get it covered up? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't. Before we even got together, you would. Before I even commit to you, it needs to be. Oh, okay. You need to put a a, a cross or something over there. Cross mm-hmm. a ladybug, mm-hmm. a butterfly, hey, and where my and where my name gonna go? See, I don't want nobody to put it, put my name on them. Okay, I can see that. I'm all right. I'm okay. Don't you don't have to put my name? Would you get matching tattoos mm-hmm. with your partner? Maybe. And it's like not not a name, like just something, something matching match- or something mm-hmm. that compliments. Maybe. Let's just get a picture drawn. Oh, no. These days, geez. I think well, I think if I tech- if I got my matching tattoo with Fred first, then I might have the conversation with somebody that I'm with to get a matching tattoo because it's kind of like I already did it with my best friend. It's different though. It is different, but I also don't have any tattoos, so I think that if I was to go do that one, oh. I would 
probably have to have the conversation of getting a matching tattoo. If they were adamant about, like, I really want us to get matching tattoos, then I would have to it. But if they didn't care, then probably not. We would have to be in the bun. We'd have to be in the bun about 10 years before that happened. And then, too, your matching tattoo could just be a matching tattoo and not have meaning behind it. So me and Fred are looking for tattoos that have a meaning. Like, we were thinking right. about getting the coordinates of UT Knox, because mm-hmm. that's where we met. Mm-hmm. That has meaning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if it's just... Imagine tattoo that don't have a, a significance to both of you, then it's just a tattoo at that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's like you always look at that and be like, remember, hey. You remember I got it with him? No. I, <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay, that's I how can, I can check out. I can cut it off. I can I can do a lot. Okay. Yeah. Now, if it had significance to the, like, what whatever the wording was or whatever it said, then, yeah, I would think about that person. But if we just went and got tattooed, let's say we just went and got tattooed at the same time because we got tattooed at the same time. And when you out of my life, so is that memory. Like, oh, that's good. I would be cutting my, slitting my nails. Girl, nose please. To get that. It's one thing I learned is. Teach a master class, Asia. Please teach <laughs> When me. I am done. You are done. I am done. Okay, I have one more. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Here we go. I recently confessed to my husband that why y'all motherfuckers y'all gonna y'all confess from okay. <laughs> I recently confessed to my husband that I was talking to someone for the past year. <laughs> it was nothing physical. We just talked, and he would tell me things my husband stopped telling me years ago. For example, you're pretty. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. Even though it never got physical, we both started having feelings for each other. I finally put a stop to it because I came to my senses. Now nah, you was ready to fuck that nigga. I finally put it to a stop because I came to my senses and I told my husband everything. My husband is upset and hurt. I explained to him that I missed him telling me the things that my undercover friend would tell me. We've been married 22 years and he told me that he'd have to think about what he wants because he doesn't think he can stay with me. I know what I did is wrong, but it's not like I cheated. Why would he throw away 22 years of marriage? I think we owe it to each other to work on this marriage. Pound, sad wife. Well. Um, my God. Do I think it's worth getting divorced over? No. To say you didn't cheat, yes, you did. If Definitely that's his did. definition of cheating, you cheated. Definitely did. You emotionally connected with somebody else. That's mm-hmm. usually how women cheat. Mm-hmm. Before they have sex. And it took you a year to come to your motherfucking senses? Yeah. You did that because so she was about to fuck that nigga. Well, whether you didn't or did or thought about it or not, you still cheated because you emotionally connected with somebody else. That's Everybody knows that women will emotionally connect before they actually have sex with somebody. So at that point, you're cheating. I think if a man emotionally connects with somebody else, he's still cheating whether they had sex or not. So you have to define what your idea of cheating is in your relationship. And obviously, your husband thinks that cheating is you having an emotional connection with somebody else. Now, do I think that he should realize too that, you know, I don't tell my wife she's pretty or I don't, you know, like, and they should work on it? Yes, because I said it's not grounds for divorce. Like, you know, you're being dramatic. But we also have to put the, point the finger at her. Like, you started this emotional connection with somebody else, whether you was lacking in your relationship or not. I don't care how many times you had the conversation with your husband, you still cheated. You did, and I think it's the deception behind it. Like, yeah. you did it for a whole year, and I'm like, now, you know, it's it's so it's shit like this. I, like, I understand him understand him saying, I need to see what I want to do, because you can't, you did it for a year, now you're coming back to me, and now you want to work through stuff. 
you've had your fun for a year. Granted, I may have missed the mark on, you know, affirming you on some things. Mm. But now you want me to get over it and fight for our marriage when you stepped out and you had an emotional connection and you got gratification elsewhere. Now you want a trophy for literally telling me what you did, cutting it off. And now you want to work through the marriage. Like, I'm not saying necessarily get a divorce, but I'm like, she's kind of downplaying kind of like what she did. Well, obviously, because she doesn't down. consider it cheating, whereas you he did something behind my back. Yeah, but she, but if she don't consider it cheating, I can see why she has the conversation like she's having it. And if he does consider it cheating, then he's gonna have, you know, his qualms about it the way he's having it. Do I, like you said, it's not grounds for divorce, but it is grounds for we need to fix this relationship. It ain't no like you being dramatic if you're trying to like break up a 22 year marriage because she got told she was pretty and I miss you by somebody else when you wasn't doing it. That, that's you playing the victim like the yeah, man she's is playing wrong. the victim they both are wrong in the situation don't get me wrong there's two wrongs right but two wrongs don't make a right, right. so so what I say is yes you do need to work on the marriage you can't say oh you didn't tell me for a year so damn we don't need to work on the marriage yes you do mm. you do you still did you still you know didn't do what you did to get her you stopped you got complacent and then why did he stop? Why did he stop affirming her and stuff like that? Because nigga, you think you? he was cheating? Uh huh. What <laughs> no, you? I who just, you telling? I, I just think men get complacent. They just get. Well, I got her. I mean, you know, some men are like that. I got her. I don't need to do nothing else. That's to keep so. Oh, that's scary. I tell people from the jump street. Let me tell you something right now. Okay. What you doing now? You better make sure you can sustain it for however long you plan on being with me, because it better not change. Or else what? I'm out. Bye. Why you think you gonna do all, pull out all the stops? You doing picnic, you know, picnics and dates every Friday and buying gifts, and you think that it's gonna stop? You yeah, know. But in a marriage, don't settle, Toy. I'm not settling. <laughs> I'm not settling. But you told this nigga to stop being dramatic and they need to work it out. He should. Yes, but I'm saying he needs he to stop doing what he, he needs to, to do. A game. That's what I'm saying. You stop doing what you. I'm sure. And maybe you didn't do that to get her. Whatever y'all situation is, we don't know the backstory. But for me and my house, if you out here buying gifts and you're courting me and you're really dating me on the front end, don't you? You better not ever stop. Mind you, you better level up every time. Correct. We ain't going backwards. Not going backwards. And we all know I don't like complacency. That's why I got three jobs now. <laughs> like, no, we ain't. No, I don't do mediocre. I'm sorry. And I'm telling people that on the front end. When we dating, I'm telling you, if you're going to be doing all this, make sure that you can keep up with yourself because somebody else can. Okay. Okay. Show you better than I could tell you. Walk past your ass like I never knew you. I do it all the time. Sorry oh, to this man. <laughs> I'm sorry to this man. I don't, I don't know this man. Oh, Lord. Y'all. Every day we, every day I have to fight for my seat in heaven. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm single now. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that no, no, that's not. I, no, so I was talking to my coworker, same coworker we talk about ghosts, but I talk about all my coworkers we talk about ghosts. But anyways, she was, um, she's pretty much going through a nasty divorce, mm-hmm. um, but she ended up meeting somebody while she's going through her divorce. And for a year, they were like, we just friends. She said he's not her type. He's not even that attracted to her. 
that man started pulling all the stops. He would tell her, I ain't doing this. I ain't, I'm going 50-50. I ain't buying this. I ain't doing it. When I tell you that man do all of that now, everything he said he wasn't going to do, he do it. So what, so what does that mean? That don't settle, that you don't need them, and if they want you, they coming for you. He okay. buys gifts. He bought her a car for her birthday. They only been together a year. Okay. He bought her a car. And not, I'm not saying that, you know, every man should be buying you a car. What I'm saying is if these are your standards, keep your standards. Don't let a man tell you what they're not going to do. Move on to the next one. Okay. If they don't feel like they're going to come up and do, come up to your level of standards, there's somebody else out there mm-hmm. that will. Mm-hmm. It's the definition of when he won't do it, the next one will. Hallelujah. Now, if those aren't your standards, if you okay with, you know, not, you know, getting certain things or going 50-50 with a man, then that's your prerogative. Right. But if that's not, don't be like, well, shit, now, it ain't a whole bunch of men out here, so I got to take my... No, Ooh, you don't. no. No, you don't. Oh, no. You don't that need- is worse than... Settling is worse than... Oh, my goodness. It's way worse than being alone. Yeah. You be so... I, my, I, this has been my motto for a very long time. I used to work at State Farm. I would have these women calling, couldn't pay their bills. They married. Couldn't pay their car note or their uh, car insurance. I used to say all the time, I can do bad by myself. <laughs> and I get, you know, couples may fall on hard times. You know, whatever may be going on in the household. That's, that's one thing. But I'm not going to take a step back from what I'm already doing for myself. To be with a man. Mm. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. No. Nah. And, you know, people be like, if you calling me materialistic, why you ain't coming over here with no materials? Move on to the next bitch who ain't. That's it. Like, find somebody who's on your program. Stop trying to change people. Stop trying to make motherfuckers come up to where you are. Stop going down to where they are to meet them in the middle. Yep. Find somebody who is on your program. Because yep. they only got this... The, the, the things that guys our age are saying now with this whole what you bring to the table and we paying 50 50 but but you gonna cook for me and you gonna have my kids but we going 50 50 on the bill they only doing that because people have allowed them to do that dumb shit i don't allow that what you bring to the table i i I will never understand that as many times i think we and we've talked about it i i will never i don't even want to try to understand the ideology behind the the thought of why some men would say that? Because they've been allowed to do that. They didn't got sassy out here. They've been allowed to say this dumb shit, and women been going for it. And if that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. <laughs> Since I'm single, so you obviously doing better than me if you're going 50-50 with a man. I mean, in your eyes. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I'm doing boo. better by myself than right. going 50-50. But I'm saying, if that's what you want and you got a man, then that's, that's on you, boo. I love going into my house where there ain't a soul there. Because I'm the one that pay the bills there. If that, make, if that makes you happy. That makes you happy. Look, what we say, if you like it, I love it. You like it, I love it. Just don't force it. Stop, just don't Do force it. Do you, boo-boo? Oh, my God. Mm. But I think we should take a break. Me too, because that doesn't put a nasty taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, let's take a break. So I had asked Toya, why every time we get a strawberry letter or anything, that it's always the woman doing wrong? And my response was, you know, we can balance out the thing because sometimes bitches be wrong. You know, we they do. They and do. we this is we are an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> we do not discriminate. We we get an understanding on things that are often misunderstood and women you know we do be 
We'd be fucking up. We man. Dang. But see, but the thing about it, women are sneaky. Like the whole naming your baby after your ex without telling your you sneaky. But but I I re- recall a time when Kevin Hart did a stand up and he called his friend on the phone on uh oh. on the Bluetooth. And he was like, wasn't I at such and such? And the friend like, no. Nah. <laughs> he like, like, nigga, help me. Yeah. Your friend blew it. Like, Do you think your friends would uh, catch on like that really quickly? Mine? Yeah. Absolutely. They wouldn't have said a word. <laughs> Bitch, what time I, I think. Clearly it was, that wasn't her friend. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. That wasn't her friend. Not, matter of fact, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say an acquaintance. I would probably say an enemy. I mean, because why would you say that? Hey, now. She hates <laughs> She had it. She had it. Cause I had these y'all bitch need to be more. Like you said, women aren't sneaky. You didn't have your ex-boyfriend. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't what? I didn't know. But see him. me, I'm the type of person that I ain't I ain't even finna go there. If 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 I get out it, I'm be like, yeah. Like I, I can't even be like, what are you talking about? Like I'm not finna keep up the lie. Girl. Like I'm gonna go ahead and be like, yeah, like, first of all, I'ma check you after the fact, girl. I'ma check you. But mm-hmm. after you out of me, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know, I, I I really liked the name and, you know, he he was my college boyfriend and, you know, he had a very major role in me now finding my, like, I'm finna flip the script. Like, in me now finding my amazing husband and I'm flipping the script. Like, I'm not going, like, girl, what are you talking about? I'm not, going, I'm not going to act dumb. You can pull up a picture and say, I'm talking about this ex. I'm like, I don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> I'm just a headshot. You got me fucking, girl. You not finna fuck my, girl. Uh, who my ex? I don't know what you. Girl. You remember the high school? Y'all were all over the. That's the thing, cause they gonna keep going. I... See, uh, uh-uh. uh. You gotta no. Nah. I'm gonna Mm-mm. have to flip it. I'm gonna Mm-mm. have to be like, you know, yeah. I mean, like, you know, he made me a little bit of who I am, and he made me realize that this man who I'm with now is the perfect man for me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm flipping it. I'm flipping it immediately. <laughs> well, you know. Okay. Okay. I see. I'm too emotional for that. I ain't playing dumb. I either gotta go left or I can't. I can't do. I can't think on my feet like that. So yeah. would you? Would you say that you're sneaky? I can be. Mm-hmm. Of course, you. If real I want woman. to. If I want to, I can be. I don't usually want to. I don't got a reason to lie to nobody. My girl, um, the other day, um, her ex-husband, um, has a new, uh, fiance. And I love that we all love it for him because he's a piece of shit. And to me, the woman is as well. But, you know, there's <laughs> there's a lid for every garbage can. <laughs> well, clearly this bitch is as crazy as the ex-husband is. So we had to find some information out on her because come to find out. I don't know if I can. Matter of fact, okay, let me see how I'm going to flip this. Come to find out pretty much. Okay, I can flip it on me. Come to find out. She was like, bruh, she dropped it in a group chat. You know, basically, we need to turn into social media investigation investigators and find out some information. Bitch, I popped my fucking knuckles, and I was so happy to fucking do that, bitch. By the end, by by nightfall, we all nightfall. came together. the The crew came together. We put our information. It was a fight, a FaceTime. It was so many, like we and we found the information. So yes, yeah, sneaky investigators, all that stuff like that. Like I feel like niggas, y'all know that. So like, why? So this is him asking y'all to find information on no, her? No, she asking us to find information about Oh, because now uh-huh. you're, you're proving that women... Yeah, we can find some stuff. I don't think being FBI makes you sneaky. Yeah, it kind of is. It's, if it's out there on the internet, it's easy to be found. 
It ain't, I mean, but you, you know, sneaky. you gotta do, you gotta go through this, do this. Sometimes you gotta look at comments from 2016. But it's not sneaky. It's not sneaky, but they, it's de- it's a little deceptive because we're trying to use this information to fuck somebody over. When I say sneaky, I mean like we have a way with words. Okay. Like I can't say this. <laughs> I can't. I just giving too much information. Yeah, because, but that's not what I mean when I. Because you know, I got it. fucked up. One of my dating contenders, like the podcast, messed me up. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not gonna give too much information because I want us women to still hold our, you know. <laughs> but that's definitely not what I mean. Yes, right. women can be FBI, absolutely. But that's definitely not what I mean when I say that women can be sneaky. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. and these niggas know too. They know, and it, I think it's, it's just one of the, our things. Just like niggas, y'all are not sneaky. Y'all are very, you know. You don't think, you don't, your brain doesn't go in multiple different directions at the same time like women do. These, I don't know, these niggas these days. They getting smart. I don't think they getting smart. I just, <laughs> yeah, let me come back to that. Let me table that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say smart, but they, um, I mean, they don't have to be sneaky because these women, they accept it so much these days. Now, that's true. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to, uh, I mean, and well, you know, when we say provide and protect, we're talking about mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, that they, they always think about, I don't know, us being gold diggers or taking away from the money that they don't have. I'm like, what, you, it, it'd be the main ones who don't got no money complaining about going 50-50. Like, you won't, that's, that's why you want to go 50-50. And, and I can't, I can't drill this enough. You don't want to take care of expenses. You want me to take care of expenses. Before I came, you were taking care of it all yourself. Yeah. And then you want me to come in a picture and pay half of those, like, now that's like, is that, I would like to know, and men chime in, uh, he, she, they, other, whatever you identify as, and you identify as the, um, I don't even, I don't even want to confine to gender roles anymore, but somebody, some damn body help us understand how, help me understand does, is it the control that makes you feel validated or like what, what is, what is that? What is that? I want to know because I don't understand it. So you, I think that you just want to be in control of something. Is that well, what you want to lead? I think that there are men, those ones that usually go, you know, and say that I believe that we should split everything down the middle, including rent, groceries, blah, 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 blah. I think those men, um, they just, I don't think it's a control thing. I think it's more of like they've gotten on this bandwagon of, why do I feel like I'm giving a lot more? But the problem is when you give it to the wrong person, you're yeah. not going to get anything in return. Right. So complete aside from the 50-50, I just had this conversation with Fred. I said, you know, you, we have friendships and we're people who give our last, mm-hmm. right? We will do everything for everybody. We make sure everybody's taken care of. We make sure things are paid for, you know, when, Hey, let me take that off your plate. Like, those are the type of friends we are. And I said, you know, we have friends that are not like that in Mm -hmm. return. I said, so it's not, it's not to say change your personality. It's to say that if it's draining you, don't do that for that friend. Because you're not being reciprocated. So you don't do things to get, you don't do things conditionally to get things in return. Mm -hmm. You do things because it's the kindness of your heart, right? Mm. But if you're not getting something in return, you're realizing that it's now draining you, then it's time to stop. 
So men that are going 50-50, it's like you feel like you're not getting anything in return. So now it's like, oh, well, I'm going to make us split the rent down the middle because you're not dating the right woman that's giving you anything in return. Because I guarantee you, when you take care of a woman, you're going to get taken care of 10 times more. Mm-hmm. Because if she ain't got to worry about going to work to pay half the bills, you she got a whole lot of extra things to be worried about. And that's taking care of you. And that's, you know... Whether she wants to, and it, maybe she doesn't cook. Maybe she's a kept woman and she hires a maid. I bet you still gonna eat or hires a chef. You still gonna eat? Okay. That's all you gotta be worried about. Okay, so there is the, okay. So it's the, they don't wanna be taken advantage of. Yeah. It seems like they're putting more into the pot than, but it's like, why are we trying to balance the skills and not, it's like, okay, and I guess it is gender. Some gender roles I still can find too. I agree. Like, it's like, okay, she's not putting in money in this area, but she's putting in stuff in this area, and that makes the pot exactly. overflow with blessings. Exactly. But you want me to be um, co-head? You want me to be a porn star, a nurse, a therapist, a friend, a chef? Uh, am I missing anything? A maid? <laughs> um, and then that will make you feel like I have some value to yeah. you? Even that still doesn't, because it's like you still want me to pay half the bills. You want your motherfucking mama to do that shit? That'd be another thing. Boy, they mamas do do it. And some of these sons, some of these mamas be over-sexualizing their relationship with the with the sons. And that's why they grow up to yeah. feel like, you know, I need to pop my titty out for you for every single yeah. thing. And I need to love you unconditionally coming in on the front end and all this other stuff like that. Because since we talking about, we, we have kind of, you know... We have kind of harped on the women. And ladies, you know we love y'all too, but we got to do account of accountability sometimes. Y'all need to, the, y'all, the, the little mama boy thing that y'all do, look. Well, I think, I think it's, it's sad Girl. to say this, but sometimes single women treat their sons like their spouse. Mm-hmm. And they do everything for them. They don't teach them how to, you know, be a contributing male to society and for him to move on to somebody that he's going to be with. They treat them like they're the spouse. And literally nobody, oh, and don't get at the age where, you know what I'm saying, they start dating or when they get old, ain't nobody good for my baby. No, I need to see who this is. Girl, fuck you, girl. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you bitches something. You better, because I've dealt with the mama's boy before. Bitch, you you better treat me nice because I can make it to where you don't see this nigga. Don't say that. Well, I mean, if you were able to persuade the nigga, I'm just saying, mama can do some things that uh, that, that the woman can't. And it's the woman true. can do some things that the mama can't. And if you got a weak-ass mama's boy who's able to be infiltrated by all your bullshit, it's, I mean, it does, you met, it you does met the happen. queen cobra. Yeah, it does happen, but it's just like... See that you'll be happy We don't, we, we, like... And I get it. Moms are very, I'm a nurturing person. I'm not even a mom. Like a lot of people say I have very like mom tendencies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I get it. But I also believe in everybody doing what they are supposed to do. Like right. my brother was like, I remember telling him one time he wanted his damn pancakes cut up. He might've been like nine years old. And I looked at him and I said, if you don't cut them yourself, guess who's not going to eat them? Like, don't know. We're not doing that, you know. And I and I get like I don't get it because I didn't have a child. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more like we need to teach our sons when their dad's not in the household to be more manly than we do. I don't think that that's happening. I don't. I think that they're babying them because oh, it's my boy, and 
you know, he's a mama's boy and he loves me and because cause you do everything for him. Y'all be cuddling and sleeping with him and stuff like that. <laughs> and it's and it's all and it's and that's okay. Love these love these men for cause I I I've I've met too they, many they, men. But they still need both sides. They, they need do. you it's to love them. They need you to like nurture them and be tender with them. They need that because the woman is supposed to do this for them too, but they also need to know how to be a man. Exactly. Well, like this generation doesn't even know how to be a man. They 10 years old sleeping in your bed and you got on boy shorts and shit like that and all that. They, and they little binky get hard and stuff like Ooh. that. Or that mm, you walking around these little niggas naked and shit and all. I'm not naked, but you know, man, please let them put their ass in football. Let their get hit a little bit because what you are doing is putting them in a position to deal with some of the niggas that are out here on the market. And it's trash. Hug, hug them, love them, make space for black men. Let them feel their emotions. Let the boy cry. Let the boy learn how to cook. You niggas can't boil a hot dog. <laughs> and you think that you you go y'all are impressed with a woman knowing how to cook? Yeah. I would love for a man to cook for me. I don't want to cook. Oh, I had him. Oof. I just don't want to cook. I don't mind. I don't mind cooking, but I'm not gonna cook and clean up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's another thing too. Like, you know, I do believe in gender roles. Don't get me wrong. But I also feel like there's a lot to be shared in those gender roles. Like if I'm cooking, then you clean up. Or if you cook, I clean up. Like you take the trash out, I put a new trash bag in. Like it's very partnership like, but I still feel like I'm not taking the trash out. You know what I mean? Like Like if I got to cook for a month or whatever, like I don't mind, like whatever is conducive for the bigger picture, but yeah, you're taking out more trash. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to the gas. Ooh, I can't, ooh. And can't it's, wait till so, I ain't got to go to the gas station. That's the one thing. Baby, if I ain't never got to the, go to the gas station, that might be my next husband. Because I look, we we talking it. about We talking about men being impressed with uh women that can cook, and we being impressed with not I having to go to the gas station. I don't want to be, ma'am, can I pump your gas? I don't want, I just don't want to deal with that. I don't want to stop and go. I, and even okay, let's say it wasn't the gas station. It's just things that are pet peeves to me, or things that I just don't want. To, I, don't, I don't like going grocery shopping either. Me neither. So like, if we if we Ugh. figure that out, like that's that's teamwork. It is, and I'm pretty sure the things that you have on your list that I can lighten the load yeah. on. Like, let's do that. Yeah. If you don't like folding clothes, or if you don't like well, washing, that shit ain't gonna be I love bad. washing, but I don't like folding. Me so too. Uh, most people don't like folding. So hopefully, you know. Somebody likes folding clothes. Well, we but can compromise. I'll wash you fold. Yeah, you fuck me. Or good if we both it. don't like folding clothes, we'll fold together. Because it's now we're spending quality time together. We're doing something other than just sitting there folding clothes. Or we can get uh, a maid that comes in and we can let her do all well, of this we can stuff. Do that too. You know, let's not make life hard. We are on this rock for a short time. <laughs> Had, like, let's not stress out about this type of stuff. Stop asking them motherfucker what they bring to the table and try to make the table bigger. Mm. How, how can we do that? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Salty. Just salty. You want somebody to... Ooh. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Help, help, help. Maybe maybe some of the, the guys can help me understand. We're not trying to bash y'all. We love y'all. We're just trying to understand y'all because this is a new wave of niggas. <laughs> the old the old way of thinking like for real i really think that that is all the way extinct now uh well i won't say extinct but that's because i think my man is probably 15 years older than me oh 
You wanna? <laughs> so what do you think when you get when you are when you're sixty and he's seventy five? I like, can't worry about that. No, but you can though. No, I can't. I can't worry about that. Well, yeah, we, I might not make the sixty. He might not make the sixty. Very true, but know. like, what you uh, you seem like the type of woman who's gonna preserve herself, okay, and keep herself up. And okay. when you're sixty, I can see you dropping it like it's hot and picking it up like it's warm. Okay, but if I come well, over, if I, I think come, once everybody past fifty, we all the same age. Don't know. <laughs> these new, these new mamas, our mamas, all this stuff. They, they be gone. They they will go. They will get up and go. Okay, but why you feel like? Our generation of 75-year-old men won't do the same thing. Men ain't preserving themselves now. These <laughs> niggas got pot belly. They losing their hair, which, you know, of course, could be genetics. And it also could be those perks and that other stuff that you put in your damn body that's <laughs> oh aging God. your ass like a damn banana. <laughs> that's what it could be. Y'all need to slow down because <laughs> I heard Jesus. a bitch say, I heard a bitch say, you, uh, you know how in the, in the, in the Christian, whatever, Thank God I don't look like what I've been through. She said, you motherfucking... You look like what look, you've been through. <laughs> look like hell. You look like hell. And now y'all want to get 45. And now y'all want to commit with this with this hard beer belly. The yeah. hard kind where, you know, it's like disease in your gut. Yeah, It's not flabby. You got to probably need to get a BBL, a tummy tuck just to fix this shit. And now y'all want to... These niggas don't preserve themselves. So what you gonna do when, oh, what if you have a spike of libido and you just wanna, oh my goodness, you just wanna ram Johnny. Johnny. But, but what if your man not black? Huh? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm headed there. I don't discriminate. We all the same color in the dark. I don't care. In the dark. <laughs> I don't care. None. I ain't, I've never cared about, you know, I've yeah. never... And it's and, and this is one of my messed up things, like seeing interracial couples and stuff like that. I don't mind seeing. I love interracial couples. I just don't like when black men say that they don't like black women. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if it's a preference or something like that. Like if you like white, I love that. But saying, but degrading black women and all we are, and your mama looks like Aunt Jemima and all of this other stuff like this, but you don't like a black woman, and it's like, I I just don't like that. Yeah. But I've never cared about. I've never cared about that. Yeah. If you bought a white man home, what would your family and friends say? I I I, I thought about that because, you know, I dated a white guy, but... You did have yeah. a little cream in your <laughs> coffee. I, uh... Um, How was that? Um... Do tell, pray tell. It was... So, it was it was normal because he listened to R&B. Like, he would send me, like, playlists on Apple Music, and it would be, like, all types of, like, R&B songs. Like, old school, like, 90s R&B. Like, he knew all these songs. So, he was so, a wigger. I mean, I guess that's you can call it. I mean, but he was from like up north, so it was like he was a real white guy, but he just was cultured. Like, did he have that sweat, like a certain swag, or is it? It was still like just you know white boy swag. It was white boy swag, but it still was like not too far off where it was like, you know, I actually, you know what I would like if if I was to find like a country guy, a, a country white guy, but there's little bit knew a little bit of R&B not necessarily dressed like he was black or acted like he was black but just had an idea of like culture like let's like so say the guy was culture mm -hmm. like he didn't grow up around black people but he just he moved to different places he just kind of got it you gotcha. know you just have to have it yeah and yeah. you know I wouldn't be opposed to somebody that's like country white guy as long as they didn't make me feel like they was being racist and their family didn't make me feel like they was being racist I wouldn't have a problem with that's it. true I don't even care about the family yeah, and, I, and now I did think when I was dating him, I think I was like, what well, my family thinks? So I did ask my mom. I said, what would you say if I was dating a white guy? She was like, I wouldn't care. 
but she grew up around white people where mm. she's from. She like that's all she, her friends are white. Like that's mm. you know she you know she was just like you just got to be just as careful as you do with black men. Like you just so you know you just never know when somebody's out to do you harm, whether they black, white, that's Middle true. East. Now Middle Eastern, I, I might I, I might want to try Middle Eastern. Now. Really? Yeah. I mean, they can't be like. They got to be American. <laughs> like they got to be, be Americanized. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I I'm not for the I'm not talking. I don't drive. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a. You state, don't have like, to put on the little uh, hijab. Mm, Muslim, you gonna convert? No, uh, we're not doing it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I do like how uh, people of, of those descent they descent they they're still true to their culture, but they do they're like okay, I can make space for yeah. something else. Whereas my parents and my grandparents, it was this way yeah. or it was no way. So I can appreciate. I, I oh, I love people that. Oh, I dated a Nigerian once. Yeah, I'm not doing that though. Do not recommend. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing star. it. They will buy you everything, but it comes with conditions. Comes with conditions. Yeah. I, I don't know what my dad would say if I was to come in the house with somebody. I, well, honestly, I do know what he would say. My dad's just like me. You like it, I love it. Like, that's he's it. not the type of person that's going to judge anybody. He was like, if you cool, I'm cool. That's it. Like, that's it. So, And I think at this age, my folks just, as long as you happy, yeah. you can make good decisions for it. That is your life. That is, and oh, that just goes back to kind of like that mama's boy thing. Man, let your people, y'all, make, yeah. make space for your people to make their own decisions and all of this other stuff like that. Yeah. Because a white nigga, a black nigga, they all niggas. To me. <laughs> what? Like, a nigga's still going to be a nigga. And I'm saying, in fact, like, a man is going to be a man. Yeah. So, like, oh. Like, if you shitty or you're a fuckboy, you still going to be a fuckboy, no matter right. what your race is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You probably be thinking white boys are better and all this stuff like that. They run circles around Pookie and Ray Ray. Yeah. They name just be Josh and... and, and uh, but, but I think that they're a little bit more sneaky about doing it, too. They ain't as as overt as as black men are. Black men don't know how to hide what they when they be in fuck you boys. You think white you, 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 thought, you think white men do? You I'm telling you what I know. Not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what I know, not okay. what I heard. They're sneaky. They be, yeah, they could be very sneaky. Well you know they you know they came Christopher Columbus came over and sold the fucking <laughs> Shut land. Up, so please, they, let, it go. They let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Just saying, they used to steal. They've been still, They stole four hundred years of. Life. But you know, oh I love you though. My God, that's what y'all ancestors so did. So wait, I was having this conversation. They were saying Christopher Columbus was a rapist. He uh -huh. was a thief. He was, his his nationality. He wasn't. He was wasn't European. He was uh he was European, but he was like Spanish or mm -hmm. French mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, he wasn't like uh hey how you doing like American like no. Or I always thought he was English. Me too. No, he was like Spanish or French or something like that. He was a thief, though. <laughs> he was a thief, but y'all, y'all celebrate, y'all celebrate. Shut up. I'm just go. happy to be off uh, in a couple of weeks for Christopher Columbus. Oh, Day. for the Monday Columbus Day. I mean, I'm sorry. It is. Oh, no disrespect to my Indigenous Day. Oh, they. So now they get. But here's the thing. I love. I it. don't appreciate that they gave. They they could have gave them a different day. They could have gave them another day. Like well, it's I their think own it's, day. I think it's correcting the fucked up stuff that they. It's not. Done. It's still it, on the calendar. You know what it's called? Columbus Day. But well, you need to get with the. You need to not do that. We need to. You need <laughs> it's to get called Columbus calendar. Day. It's like you got overshadowed by giving them the same day. I think they should have gave them a whole another day. We got whole, a whole week. I think month. we need the whole week. Y'all took so much for them. We need to, we need the whole <laughs> week. Y'all took those. You took that land from... I, 
um, did you hear that saying like, no, Indian, Indians, I don't think it's an offense, but it's, um, it's, it's so many things to be politically incorrect these days. Mm. So India, Indians are people from India, Mm -hmm. India, 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 and Native Americans are indigenous people, but saying Native American, can we say Native, like they don't like, no, they don't want to be called Indian because they're not Indian. Why we call them? Why? Why That's ever what we, we learned in school? No, I didn't learn it in school. You didn't learn. You Indians? had pilgrims and you pilgrims I, and Indians, right? But now Indians are people from India. They've always been people from India. Not nah, now. When I That's call up, saying, when I that, call up the turkey and the pilgrims and the right. Indians. But what else have they taught you in school that was wrong? Everything. They don't mm-hmm. teach about slavery. They say, oh, yeah, it was the Mayflower and people came. But they don't teach indentured, you anything about that. Indentured servants. Yeah. They don't. They Everything in history is, is taught wrong. But I, I didn't know that, though. Yeah. You know, Native Americans do not want to be called Indians because they're not Indians. They're Native Americans. I don't even know where the name Indian came from Me for either. them. Yeah, mind you, half of us got, half, majority of us got Indian in us. I got a little If Cherokee. we're African American, we got everything. Everything mixed in. I'm a little Indian too. Um, Native American. Native American. Indigenous. Okay. I'm a little indigenous. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't want to offend nobody. That's why I say you can't. You can't call them Indian. I don't want to joke. Indians are from India. Cause I, I really fuck. I really, I really fuck with. Uh, I really fuck with them. They, they were oppressed in some ways like us. So I really fuck. Absolutely. With them. They got pushed off their land. They got tricked into selling their land. Then had to do the Trail of Tears, and so many people died when they kicked them off of the stolen land that they came in. But we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, don't do that. We're not going to go down because that's not. There's still a lot of um, mm-hmm. Native American, like, areas, like in New Mexico and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where they still have their little areas that they stay their in. Their res- reservation. Reservoir. Reservoir. Okay. Is it, reserva- it's a re- is it a reservation? We probably should look it up before if we y'all can. We, and, it's a reservation. It's some. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they have their reservations that they live on, which is where the Trail of Tears were. Right. They had to walk through Oklahoma. Yeah, but and did you know they kind of got moved out into the west, which is why they all lived. Gotcha. And um, you know they a lot. Um, they own um casinos. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the reservation on their land, they're usually by you know casinos have to be by bodies of water or something oh, like wow. that. And a lot of them are ran, and I love to hear that. A yeah, lot of them that's are. Nice. It sure is. Everybody, every, they got their land back. It, I mean, it's certain, it does not matter if U.S., whatever, try to say we want to build. They cannot, they cannot touch their land. Yeah. I wish we can get some type of reparation. Yeah, because I think about, huh? Show don't yeah, have to pay taxes. But you know what I think about? There's, there's a lot of times when you listen to, like, your family's history, and you be like, well, yeah. My great 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 granddaddy owned all this land, but then they tricked him out of selling yep. his land, and it's like now my family don't have this land no sure. more. That happened to me. My family's from Jackson. Mm-hmm. We got tricked out of our land that we used to have in Jackson. Mind you, what you know, eventually over the years we probably would end up selling it because it's like mm-hmm. who's living there? Yeah. But it's you, still, yeah, black people had land. You, you would have had the option to sell it and yeah. get way more money yeah. or do whatever you. Even mm-hmm. in Mississippi now, like my dad got some land in Mississippi. Like people had, like black people had land. Especially like if your whole family lives in the same little yeah. area, like you owned all that land and yeah. you got tricked into selling it, you know, for less than what it was worth. But, you know, the Native Americans were smart. They kept they kept mm-hmm. their land. And, well, we got casinos on it now, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, man. Mm. and 
Right, but. They give it back, but but why why didn't that happen for us? Right. Yeah. Uh, sure is because uh, Mima and Pop Pop will leave y'all leave the house. You niggas won't pay the uh, it's paid off. Got the land, the lot beside it. They own it too, and y'all won't pay the property taxes over it. Or when they die, y'all fight so much that y'all can't even. Back to our crabs in a barrel episode. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think, too, that it's a little bit about how much we were taught and things that we're ignorant about? Like, we don't know how to go back in and, like, get tax breaks mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I do. I try to keep abreast of, like, li little things that's mm -hmm. going on now. Like, me and my dad talk about a lot, like, um, independent, like, universal life policies and stuff like that, mm -hmm. how you can get the cash out of it. And, mm -hmm. like, we try to, you know, we send each other videos and stuff back and forth to try to understand, like, everything that's going on, how the wealth stay wealthy mm. or the rich stay rich mm. you know he he sent me rich dad poor dad years ago mm, yes like uh, years yes. ago i went to yeah so it's just mm. our mentality yeah. we we also for one we haven't wanted to learn anything because they kept away from us for so long okay. so now we're at this point like i think about when slaves like they told them they couldn't read the bible what they do they went to go read the bible they learned how to you read pass that along mm -hmm. but you didn't pass along like how to make money and how to you know, get tax breaks and how to, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like you pass along jumping the broom, but you didn't pass along, you know, like how we keep, how do we keep our, you know, mm. generations alive? Yeah. Yeah. That's really not a fair assessment. Okay. How's it not a fair assessment? Right. And nobody's going back. Like, I got land in Arkansas. I will never go back to Arkansas. Right. But do you, you still have ownership over it and you can yeah, still sit? Yeah, sell it. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. It's, they're usually not in places where you even put a business. Like, but here's the thing. When, when the land was getting sold, it was getting sold for a tenth of what it could have been sold for. You see what I'm saying? Like, they were tricking you out of the land, selling it for less than what you could have got it for. Whereas you could have took that money and you could have built generational wealth off that. Mm -hmm. So... Exactly. That's why I tell you. I said. I said they sneaky. They know exactly what to do. They do. They know what to do. They do. But I, but to to your statement about how you know it's an unfair assessment, it's because we didn't try to learn more. We we didn't try to go out and learn these things because you think that you think that they didn't learn how to how to get tax breaks and how to get these them them the ones that's putting it out on the internet now and where we supposed to be learning we scrolling past the videos. We like, oh, this shit, this sound like a crock of shit. This sound like a scam, but it's this and the other. And it's like, no, they really like teaching you how to get up in the world because everything is checks and balances. Everything in this world is checks and balances. That's true. There's a way around everything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everything I've learned now has come from me being a business owner. Everything. And like I said, yeah, my dad used to send me like rich dad, poor dad, but I was like, I'm not reading this book. Like, I don't got time for this. I don't feel like that. But now I go back and read it. Or he's written a lot of books. It's Robert Kiyosaki. Like mm -hmm. he's, he's written so many things. He's doing something now where it's like, 
I, I don't remember what it was. I just ran across another video. But that's another thing. What you look at is what comes across your feed. Mm -hmm. So if you're not looking at things, talking about that's wealth true. and generational wealth and, and tax write-offs. And, and I'm not talking about put your kids on your taxes. Like, we ain't talking mm -hmm. about shit where you like, <laughs> where you kind of, you know, right. finagle the system. We talking about real shit that actually happens. Right. You scrolling past those videos. Because so it's, it's just not that. in us. It's not trained in us. It's not, it's like, well, shoot, they, they scamming us. Yeah. All we know is scammers. And I, that, <laughs> and you know, it's getting that season. If somebody boosting oh, in Macy's <laughs> and stuff, inbox, no. But, but inbox yeah, you, inbox, you know what, you know how it handles. But no, like you said, you put something and you want somebody to, you want us to know something, want to keep something away from us. Put it in a book. But yeah. like you said, with all the access and the exposure and stuff like stuff that we got now, I do hope that people, you know what I'm saying, us, if, that we would want to do Even, it, you know, if it starts with our generation or the generation behind mm -hmm. us, I really feel like the generation behind us is going to be the ones that completely flip the script because they're into, if you ain't paying me $101,000 and I'm making 100 on this job, I'm leaving. I'm leaving for one for one thousand dollars more, and I really feel like they're going to be the ones that are going to be like they're going to completely change the rest of the generations when it comes to money. Like they're going to oh, completely they, change it. They, I, yeah, I do think that they're going to change the workforce. Yeah, and that's sure. why you know people, you know Gen Z and and or not Gen Z, Gen X, and people before us, before millennials, they're like these damn Gen Z, they weird as fuck. Yeah, they are. But what I tell you, what they ain't settling for less. They sure ain't. They're not, they're not staying at the job because it was oh, it was nice to retire and get a pension. Pensions don't exist no more. Why are we staying at these jobs for 20, 30, 40 years? We got mental health days now. You niggas, y'all niggas, <laughs> man. We, when we first got into the workforce, you had sick day, you had a personal day, and you had PTO. Some of these corporations, you got uh, you got mental, uh, mental, two mental health days. And then also, uh, what else is it? Oh, my goodness. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. But... Yeah, they yeah they 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 not playing. But even now at my job, like it's at my manager's discretion whether I get an unexcused absence for what I got going on. Ah, girl, you need a doctor's note or something. No, it ain't a doctor's note. It's my grandma died and her funeral is tomorrow. And oh, I don't like I got to text my manager and say like I really need to call out for this trip. I may not have. I get three call outs in one year. Three, three, three total in I do one that in year. A month. Three in one year, and I got to tell my manager, "Hey, my grandma just died. Can I get any unexcused for this?" And it's their discretion. That's what I was. Uh, so they're uh, thinking about uh, pushing down the forty-hour work week. Have you seen that? To what? I'm, like uh, I think thirty-two hours, but that's still a four-day work week, which will give you a bit of a balance. Three days. If on, I work four tens, I wouldn't mind it. I would never go back to a nine-to-five because I would never work five days a week again. Girl, if I could do four tens, I, I probably would actually yeah. think about going back to like, you know, a regular, I, but I, I can't, it's like, you got to take a sick day to go to a doctor's appointment. Yep. Or a personal yep. day to go to a doctor's appointment. Yep. Ah, no. Yep. My sure schedule do. is way too flexible for me right now to even think about working a nine to five again. And that's all you want. And I think we all are seeing now that we place so much value now in time. Absolutely. Like your, we, we want money because it affords us freedom to go out, to have these lavish dinners, to travel the world, to spend more time with family, to spend more time with ourselves and our mental health and all this other stuff like this. And it's like, yeah. But I yeah, mean, did we COVID the, not teach us that? COVID did teach us that. COVID taught us a lot about time is money. If you spending so much time and you making, you on a, a $60,000 job mm -hmm. and you working five days a week and then they want you to go home and finish this assignment because it needed to be done at 9 a.m. and you didn't get it done. That, what, you Where's the money for that? Exactly. Exactly. Modern day slavery. Yeah. I'm like, no. If my job, if that job, 
if I pick up a trip and it ain't making me as much money as I can make at the hospital, that shit is getting dropped right. and I'm going to the hospital. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm juggling at all times. Like yeah. I'm not gonna spend more time making less money. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not gonna work out right. for me. Right. That's true. Whew. This Ooh. went from we went around the world a lot. This, this we went to Christopher Columbus to <laughs> Africa to the uh, European Europe. It's like just a continental express episode today. <laughs> I think we we talked about women, men, bitches, bitch ass niggas. Every, we, <laughs> oh my gosh! I like this. We just just everywhere. Just yes. Mm. This episode, we've got something for everybody. Yeah, it's something for everybody. And we hope that nobody's offended by anything that we said. I think we always try to do things with tact because that's me. Like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. That's my motto. It's like always do things with tact. But yes. I think we still should be true to ourselves and what our opinion mm -hmm. is um, without hurting anybody's feelings because right. everybody's entitled to their opinion. Like mm -hmm. I said, this is our platform and we can say what we want to say. We can't say what so we want to say. So it's not a matter of I'm commenting on somebody's Facebook post. Like, I don't like what you right. said. That's not your place. Right. Like, that's their Facebook post. And we never, if you listen, because a lot of people, you know, they feel filter in some of the stuff that we say we ha you you can't put your ego and your offensiveness and whatever your beliefs are put that to the back burner because i rather for it to be like hey i don't agree with this let's make this a teachable let's moment talk about it, or let's, yeah. let's talk about it because like you said we do we we hold ourselves to a high standards <laughs> and you know this podcast is not we have to be very um we have to be very careful with the things that we say because we are caring people and we do care about mm -hmm. each other, but we are also very unapologetic in the sense where if we say something, that I said what I said, I said what I said. <laughs> that's our feelings. That doesn't mean that I, if I, if I say I like red, that does not mean blue is bad. There we go. We just have to do that. Cause some of you bitches from TikTok and all this stuff be trying to ban a bitch and we don't want to, we don't want to do that. So like we said, we got something for everybody, but you know, we don't, we don't say what we want to say and you can, Make your own podcast if you want to do and say what you want I mean, and you could just comment. Like, we love comments, but it's, you know, you don't have to, like, hit the band button or the harassment exactly. button hey, or the whatever the button is. Like, we, we are, you probably, I mean, you if you watch long enough, you could tell that we're very open to conversation. Mm -hmm. We have no problem mm -hmm. with somebody, somebody disagreeing with what mm -hmm. we say. Like, And there may be some things that I may be ignorant on. Exactly. Enlighten me. Don't, don't, don't scrutinize me. And if you feel like, and if you, you know, feel like I offended you, Say then, it. Yeah, and we can, it. And I will be the first one to apologize. Be the first one to apologize or be the first one to tell you fuck you. <laughs> Either way, but you know, like, and it's going to be a fuck you out of love because I'm like, okay, hold on now. <laughs> but, you know, no, nah, we, like you said, you want some Taco Bell? Absolutely. Don't third me with a good time. <laughs> want that number nine in Mexican pizza. Not with them, numbers, though. I know. I know what it is going to be with tax. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, let's wrap so we can go and get our uh what is it, fourth meal. <laughs> the fourth meal. We love you guys for watching. Make sure you tune in next week for another episode of Misunderstood the Podcast. Make sure you comment, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This is the Spotlight Podcast Network.